his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. 88.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. A man is dead after an officer-involved shooting in southeast Wichita. We have the story. Wichita officials lobby state lawmakers for homeless center. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. Patient information compromised in a Wichita medical clinic security breach. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm Rodney Price. Sedgwick County commissioners discussed a contract for a summer event and a zoning case. The outcome of those discussions is just ahead. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Ann Holiday. It's almost felt like the movie Groundhog Day lately as we wake up to dense fog and drizzle again this morning. That's likely going to continue for a few more days. Our complete forecast here in just a few minutes. A man is dead after an officer-involved shooting in southeast Wichita. The police standoff of several hours ended with a shooting near Harry and Grove around 3 a.m. A man was hospitalized in critical condition and then later died. Dispatchers say a car chase or a chase of some sort led to the standoff beginning around 11.30 Wednesday night. The WPD SWAT team was called to the scene. The Kansas Bureau of Investigation and the Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office have been called into the case. Boeing's CEO is part of a congressional hearing about the recent grounding of an Alaska Airlines flight over Portland, Oregon. Fox's Steve Harrigan reports from Seattle. Boeing CEO appeared on Capitol Hill and got a grilling, not only for members of Congress behind closed doors, but also the media. Everyone wants to know if the company's planes are safe for the public. We believe in our airplanes. We field safe airplanes. Our people do. We have confidence in the safety of our airplanes. The news for Boeing just got much worse, with the Seattle Times report that it was Boeing that last installed the door plug on this 737 MAX 9 that blew off in mid-flight over Portland January 5th. Quoting a source and an alleged whistleblower, the paper says Boeing removed the door plug during final assembly, put it back on, then delivered the plane to Alaska Airlines with all four bolts that held the door in place missing. The FAA is still looking into whether Boeing followed safety procedures during plane manufacturing. A data breach has been reported at a Wichita medical clinic. The breach affects nearly 400 Texas patients. The Texas Attorney General's office says Kansas Joint and Spine Specialists near K96 and Webb Road suffered a data security breach and was notified that the clinic's patients' names, addresses, along with other sensitive information, were compromised in the breach. The clinic says their patients have been notified by mail, which includes more information and a number for their patients to call should they have questions. Dan O'Neill, 
KNSS News. A top issue for the Wichita City Council to address is that of homelessness. Mayor Lily Wu says council members were in Topeka yesterday asking lawmakers to help in creating a one-stop shop for resources. The multi-agency center costs roughly $70 million, and what we're asking the uh, state to help us with is between 12 to $20 uh, million to help us with not just the homeless outreach portion, but really more of that uh, homeless shelter, transitional housing, and wraparound services. Several Kansas communities are calling for a grant program to help with homelessness problems across the state. At Wednesday's Sedgwick County Commission meeting, the board deferred two agenda items for two weeks for more consideration. The board discussed a contract with promoters for the Dam Jam event scheduled for mid-July at Lake Afton. Commissioner David Dennis said the county dodged a bullet with respect to last summer's event and is worried about staffing levels at the site. We're going to need all of the ambulances and the EMTs and paramedics to treat the issues there. Uh, so I think it's going to stress our, our uh, EMS uh, uh, staff and our resources. The county hopes to address the concerns by February 7th. Commissioners also discussed a zoning case for an event venue at 215th Street West and 37th Street North. Property changes have necessitated the zoning proposals. Commissioners deferred the item to address noise concerns and effects on future development in the area. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Two legal setbacks for a convicted killer trying to avoid a date with death. Kenneth Smith faces death by hypoxia in Alabama Thursday for a 1988 murder for hire. The 11th Circuit Federal Appeals Court has now rejected his argument that the use of nitrogen gas to deprive his body of oxygen will amount to cruel and unusual punishment. He could appeal the ruling to the U.S. Supreme Court, but Wednesday afternoon the justices refused to consider his appeal that a second attempt to execute him would be unconstitutional. The inability to start IV lines led the state to halt Smith's lethal injection 14 months ago. The high court also declined a request for a stay of execution. In Washington, Jack Callahan, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8.04, four minutes past 8 o'clock. Our weekly Minute with Mitch, previewing the Chiefs game, coming up after sports in just a few minutes. Authorities are looking into the deaths of three Kansas City Chiefs fans. That story and more just ahead. On the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. KNSS. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 808, now eight minutes past eight o'clock on this Thursday morning. Authorities are looking into the deaths of three Kansas City Chiefs fans. Fox's Bill Nalushin has the latest. Three Kansas City Chiefs fans were literally found frozen to death outside of a friend's house. And now that friend is saying he had no idea that the bodies were even there. The group had gathered at a Kansas City house to watch the Chiefs take on the L.A. Chargers in the last game of the regular NFL season on January 7th. The bodies of David Harrington, Ricky Johnson, and Clayton McGinney were all found two days later after the fiancé of one of the men requested a welfare check. Now, one man's body was found on the back porch of the house while the other two were found found in the backyard, but police said the man who was renting the house, Jordan Willis, had no idea they were freezing to death on the property after they watched the game. Kansas City Police Department saying Willis is not suspected of any wrongdoing and is not facing criminal charges. 
fans of the Buffalo Bills are showing some love to kicker Tyler Bass after he missed a huge field goal against the Chiefs on Sunday. Buffalo Bills kicker Tyler Bass was on the receiving end of some negative comments on social media last week after he missed a game-tying 44-yard field goal in the final minutes of the Bills' playoff game against the Kansas City Chiefs. But Bills fans, known as Bills Mafia, are rallying to support Bass, making donations in his name to 10 Lives Club, a nonprofit no-kill cat rescue shelter in Buffalo. The donations have surpassed a quarter of a million dollars as of Wednesday and are continuing to increase. Bass is an advocate for 10 Lives, appearing in photos with stray cats online. Buffalonians are known for their charitable acts, making donations in players' names to various causes throughout the years. Tony Genualdo, Fox News. The court in Texas will hear the case of whether a black student's hairstyle choice is punishable by his school district. Texas District Judge Chap Kane III has scheduled the trial for February 22nd. It will determine if the Barbers Hill School District near Houston can continue punishment over hairstyle and length. Daryl George, who wears locks, thin-styled braids, has been suspended since last August. The district says George's hair length is the main issue, and that other students who wear locks comply. Among what the case will consider is a new Texas law, the Crown Act, which makes race-based discrimination of hairstyles and textures illegal. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8-11, 11 minutes past 8 o'clock. Right now, traffic, things are, uh, well, interesting out there because we've still got uh, areas of patchy fog here in the Wichita area, uh, uh, here in Wichita. Visibility at Eisenhower National Airport listed at four miles. Just make sure that you're keeping those low beams on those so the other drivers can see you. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Dense fog advisory this morning. Mostly cloudy with a 30% chance for rain today and a high of 48 degrees. 10% chance for drizzle tonight. The overnight low, 38. And for Friday, 40% chance for rain. Tomorrow's high, 46 degrees. Now light rain, fog, 35 degrees at Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Stephen's head in the morning now, 812 on 98.7 and 1330. And we have a uh, an execution scheduled in Alabama for tonight. And uh, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of interest in this, a lot of uh, controversy on the use of uh, whatever this is going to be used to to uh, to uh, execute this person. Fox News Radio's Evan Brown is with us this morning. Good morning, Evan. Good morning. So nitrogen. This uh, sounds weird. There, tell us about this. The use of nitrogen. never been done before, but using nitrogen to execute somebody. Yeah, so this involves a case in in Alabama where a uh, man on death row uh, survived a botched uh, lethal injection a couple of years ago, and now the state wants to use nitrogen gas to end his life, to essentially suffocate him. Uh, He has tried fighting this in court. Uh, He has lost, and today's the day. Uh, Now, this has not been used in the United States to carry out uh, death uh, sentences. It has been used in Europe for physician-assisted suicide. So, the technique actually works. We know this, um, uh, but it's not been used in this context before, and that's what uh, the uh, the condemned man has been fighting about because he says he shouldn't be the guinea pig, uh, as he's sur- already survived one uh, uh, botched uh, execution and it left him in pain and in suffering, um, and uh, and now he's afraid that uh, the same thing could happen again. 
this person is someone who partook in a murder for hire back in 1988, and he was found guilty of first-degree murder. So um, here he is today, uh, where he's probably going to uh, end his life or has have his life ended for him. Uh, he uh, his, his, the appeals did not go his way. Uh, I think his lawyers are trying to appeal again. So far, nothing's been heard. Uh, execution set for 6 p.m. Central Time. Very curious about this because I I, I confess to you that I I'm not a chemist. I'm not very good at chemistry. But uh, nitrogen is that is that not a gas? Is that uh, it's not a liquid? Is it? Correct. It is a gas. What they would do is they outfit him with a mask and they start pumping in the nitrogen to replace the oxygen inside the mask. And it makes him uh, lose consciousness and then and then cease to live. Okay, so yeah, I was going to put a mask. Ask me to put a mask on. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we've tried a lot of different ways uh, across this country to execute people: the hanging and uh, the gas chamber, which I guess was really ugly, the electrocution. But uh, they're yeah. just looking for a way to do this that, if you can be, if you can say, is humane. And uh, and this guy apparently, as you said, Evan, he's been through at least one attempt, and he's not anxious. Well. But still, that's well, just, no. you know, that's just yeah. sentence. Exactly. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. I mean, it, I, I suspect that if it is successful, meaning that it his death is quick and painless, uh, that other states might want to uh, look into this as a uh, as a method of carrying out sentence. Uh, the reason being is that uh, the lethal injections are becoming harder to procure because pharmaceutical companies don't want them used for this stuff, uh, and so a lot of states have had trouble uh, procuring it. Nitrogen gas is very easy to find and uh, not very expensive. Mm. Uh, so uh, this is something that could be a viable opportunity for a lot of uh, a lot of states that have the death penalty. That execution is scheduled for tonight, isn't that correct? 6 p.m. Central. 6 p.m. Central. Or just about. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Evan. Appreciate it. This morning, Fox News Radio's Evan Brown filling us in on the possible use of nitrogen in uh, the execution of a criminal in Alabama. 8.15, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Today is uh, Thursday, January 25th. On this date in 1981, the 52 Americans held hostage by Iran for 444 days arrived in the United States. A time of celebration. Our country had been, uh, every, every night, uh, the media, would, the TVs would come on, uh, the channels and networks and say, this was a number of Walter Ronkite, this is a number of, 412. You know, it went on and well, on Ted and on. Ted Koppel was the one that, Ted Koppel, that yeah. he spearheaded did, that the nightly like. updates every night. Yeah, And uh, uh, President Carter could not find a way to get them out of there. Yeah, he tried, but they tried with a, a, a rescue mission in the desert that, that failed. What, about eight or nine people were killed yeah. and, as the helicopters crashed in a uh, sandstorm in the desert? And so uh, with the, uh, with the uh, election of Ronald Reagan... Uh, as soon as he was sworn mm-hmm. in, apparently it came to an end. Yep. Apparently these people over there, I think you could say they were, that Ronald Reagan's approach was a little, they may have been scared or a little frightened by what he might do. On the other hand, this may have been a real good way for them to just say, let's get out of this mess. I mean, meaning the, the captors over there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it came to an end and the hostages were returned on this date. 8.17 now. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It is sports time. Again, here's Ted Woodward. Ted? Yeah, we had men's basketball action last night. Uh, Kansas State. K-State was on the road visiting 18th-ranked Iowa State. Big crowd of 14,000 at the hand on, on hand at the game in Ames. This game was tied with four minutes to go. Then the Cyclones went on a 13-1 to run. 
There's your game. Iowa State wins it 78-67, knocking the Wildcats out of first place atop the Big 12 Conference. K-State whistled for a season-high 27 fouls, sending Iowa State to the line 39 times. I don't think K-State coach Jerome Tang was very happy about that. Iowa State still hasn't lost at home. They're 12-0 on home court, the latest victim, K-State. We had men's basketball action at Coke Arena last night for Wichita State on 103.7 KEYN. Neither team could score very much, so it would come down to what happened in every possession. But the Shockers squandered too many of their possessions. A season-high 19 turnovers, and East Carolina got 17 offensive rebounds, some of those in very key situations. As East Carolina defeats Wichita State 54-52. Yep, the game uh, certainly reflecting that final score. It was not pretty. After the game, Shocker head coach Paul Mills. These are one-possession games, as they have been uh, for a lot of the times this year. And, uh, you're giving yourself a chance to be in it. Fortunately, from the free throw line, that, that wasn't what, what got us. Um, but at the end of the day, you just that, that level of turnovers is is something that's plagued us all year, and it come back and you'll be snake bit tonight. Shocks dropped their eighth in a row, losing 54-52, their longest losing streak in 23 years. A couple of big events in Wichita. Track and field, Wichita State is hosting a massive meet at the Heskett Center on campus, the Wilson Invitational. 900 athletes from 29 teams taking part in this event for three days. Wow. And, of course, in downtown Wichita, you got that uh, synchronized skating regional event going on where we have more than a 1500 ice skaters from around the entire midwest that are here in town taking part in that competition ice skaters huh so okay. you've got the ice skaters all over the downtown area and you've got track and field huge event up on the campus of wichita state so we have a lot of outer towners here in wichita for sports activities during the next few days the Wichita State women's basketball team is home tonight. Shocker ladies hosting UAB. That'll tip off at 6 o'clock tonight in Coke Arena. Juco women's basketball, 4th-ranked Hutchinson Community College, beating 12th-ranked Dodge City, 82-77 in Hutchinson last night. The Lady Blue Dragons are ranked number 4 in the nation, and they are 19-0 on the season. Wow. Let's go to the NFL. The AFC West division with the Kansas City Chiefs just got a little more interesting. According to multiple reports, Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh has agreed to a deal with the Los Angeles Chargers to become their next head coach. Harbaugh, who also played at Michigan, is coming off a national title win with the Wolverines this season after being with the program since 2015. The Chargers fired Brandon Staley in the middle of the season after starting with a 5-9 and record. But now they bring in Harbaugh, who has had some winning NFL coaching experience. He coached the San Francisco 49ers for four seasons, making the playoffs three times and advancing to the Super Bowl once, where he lost to his brother, Baltimore Ravens coach John Harbaugh. Tony Genualdo, Fox News. And we do have a happy birthday today to a great athlete to come out of the Wichita City League, Brian Holman. Great pitcher. He is 59 years old today. He was born in Colorado, but then moved to Wichita in the early 80s and pitched for Wichita North High School. His senior year, he was a high school All-American. Drafted number 16 overall in the first round by the Montreal Expos. Went on to a nice career, although it was short. He had an arm injury and only played in the majors for, for four seasons. But in 1990, you might remember, he was pitching at Oakland. He retired the first 26 batters he faced, one out away from a perfect game. Who came to the plate? 
Former Wichita Arrows slugger Ken Phelps, who hit a home run, breaking up the perfect game in the ninth inning. Ouch. Yeah. Ah. One out away. Ken Phelps mm. got him. Wichita versus Wichita there. How about that? The former North High Redskin, Brian Holman, great pitcher, come out of the City League. It's his birthday. He's 59 today. Both of my young, my kids went to North, and I think both of them know Brian. Yeah? Yeah. Guy almost threw a perfect game. Wow. That's something. Man. Mm. Happy birthday to Brian Holman. He's 59. That's sports with Stephen Ted. 822 now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Sean sees little chance for Nikki Haley. And the nomination, that's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It's time for... Good morning, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. Light rain and fog now. 35 degrees at 8.30 here on this Tuesday morning. Police have released the name of a man who was shot and killed in North Wichita early Tuesday. 20-year-old Joshua Bateman was shot in a home at 15th and Poplar. An 18-year-old man remains in critical condition at an area hospital. Investigators say preliminary information suggests that the two men knew each other and that a possible earlier road rage incident may have led to the shooting. Sedgwick County is counting the number of homeless people in Wichita today. Impact manager Matt Lowe says the point-in-time count conducted by the United Way of the Plains allows them to determine where to focus their resources. It's good data because it kind of helps us see trends. You know, if we're increasing homelessness around certain populations and we're seeing more youth, more veterans, more families, you know, that kind of thing. Lowe predicts the count will be higher than last year due to rising home prices and nicer weather conditions. The president of the United Auto Workers Union endorses President Biden for re-election. Fox Business Network's Edward Lawrence has more from the White House. The United Auto Workers are uh, backing, endorsing President Joe Biden because the president says that he will fight for the unions. Now, it's very interesting, though, in the introduction, the UAW president, Sean Fain, he basically said twice, actually, that it's not about who you like. It's not about who you like. It's not about your party. It's not this about age. And it's almost like he's trying to convince the rank and file to back Biden. Fain says former President Trump tried to squeeze American workers, wants to divide the nation, and only cares about the rich. The National Museum of the U.S. Air Force has completed installation of a new exhibit highlighting the Department of Air Force's enlisted personnel. The Enlisted Force exhibit is the museum's newest permanent exhibit and honors the enlisted force that has been the backbone of daily operations of the U.S. Department of the Air Force through its 76-year history. Today, enlisted airmen and guardians represent approximately 80% of the Department of the Air Force and provide a solid foundation for operations in air, space, and cyberspace. The enlisted Air Force exhibit took more than three years to develop and contains more than 40 elements that are placed throughout the museum and locations near the era of artifacts that correlate with their specialty. Exhibits include a display of the World War II gallery featuring the story of Staff Sergeant James Meredith, one of the first black airmen to serve in an all-white squadron. An introduction to enlisted maintainers who work in all conditions to troubleshoot urgent repairs, overhaul complex systems, and inspect parts for aerospace propulsion, electrical systems, weapons, and more. 
insight into musical ambassadors who serve as musicians, arrangers, and audio engineers in the U.S. Air Force bands. The uniform worn by Sergeant Benjamin Fillinger, one of 15 airmen from Wright-Patterson who transferred into the U.S. Space Force in 2020. The National Museum of the U.S. Air Force, located at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base near Dayton, Ohio, is the world's largest military aviation museum. With free admission and parking, the museum features more than 350 aerospace vehicles and missiles and thousands of artifacts amid more than 19 acres of indoor exhibit space. Each year, thousands of visitors from around the world visit the museum. The Salute to Service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We are seeing widespread dense fog again across Wichita and south-central Kansas. It may be noon before that starts to diminish a bit, but it returns later tonight and tomorrow morning. Patchy areas of drizzle at times with a high 48. Tonight's low 38. Light rain again on Friday with a high 44. The system finally starting to move out by later this weekend. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now light rain, fog, 35 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Time for entertainment news. It is the blur on KNSS with uh, Ted Woodward. Ted. Yeah, Ryan Gosling responding to the Oscar snubs against Barbie. Ryan Gosling has some harsh words for the Academy Awards snubbing of his Barbie director, Greta Gerwig, and co-star Margot Robbie. Gosling was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. In a letter to the Academy, he wrote, in part, there is no Ken without Barbie, and there is no Barbie movie without Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie, the two people most responsible for this history-making, globally celebrated film, adding to say that I'm disappointed that they are not nominated in their respective categories would be an understatement. Gosling concluded congratulating his fellow co-star America Ferreira for her nomination and his fellow co-stars for lending their talent to the film. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Let's get up close with a celebrity. The Fox Celebrity Profile with Alex Borstein of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. She spoke about being back with her cast at the 75th Emmy Awards and how the best part is getting to see everyone again. The moment this show premiered, I won everything. So we're all just happy to see each other. It's been a year, over a year since we wrapped. Borstein shared her first thoughts on their show's series finale. I thought Amy was a little crazy when I saw these scripts and bouncing around in time. I mean, I was really terrified. It's one thing to know, to depend on the character you've been grooming for so many years and know what you do. But then to try to, like, bring age to it and change them a little bit and make it accurate, it was nerve-wracking. But Amy's always right. She also told me what she'll take with her from here, thanks to her character, Susie Meyerson. She's never been fearless. She's always been terrified, but she does it anyway. And that's what I've learned, to just do it anyway. Ashley Dvorkin, Fox News. A big-time HBO show coming to Netflix. Sex and the City will land on Netflix as early as April in a new deal between the streamer and Warner Brothers Discovery, according to Deadline. The show is one of HBO's most important library titles and has a modern spinoff in the series. And just like that, 
The latter is set to remain exclusive to Max. These deals lead to major numbers for the streamer, as we've seen with the reemergence of Suits late last year. Deadline revealed last June that Warner Brothers Discovery struck a deal to license a number of titles to Netflix, including Ballers and Six Feet Under. Sex in the City aired on HBO between 1998 and 2004. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Here we are on the final Thursday morning of January. It's January 25th, and this is your Fox Daily Snapshot. It's National Opposite Day. So how do you celebrate? Well, just do the opposite of everything you would normally do. If you normally take a left on your way home, try going right. Have dinner for breakfast or breakfast for dinner. And if you're always a few minutes late for work, maybe try getting there a little bit early. Also on this date, the University of Virginia is founded by the Commonwealth of Virginia in 1819. One of the school's most famous founders, the third president of the United States and author of the Declaration of Independence, Thomas Jefferson. And in 1979, the first ever recorded incident of a robot killing a human takes place when a 25-year-old Ford Motor assembly line worker was instantly killed after being slammed into by a robot arm. If it's your birthday today, you share it with singer-songwriter Alicia Keys, born in 1981. I'm Tushar Saxena, and that's your Fox Daily Snapshot. And happy birthday today to actress Lee Taylor Young from Peyton Place, Soylent Green. I'm a big fan of hers. She is 79 today, Lee Taylor Young. Very photogenic. Billy Joel has been added to the lineup of performers at the Grammy Awards. Better tell my brother Andy about that. Uh, Luke Combs will be added as well, joining previously announced performers Billie Eilish, Dua Lipa, and Olivia Rodrigo. Grammys are coming up in a week and a half. Actress Maisie Stella from the TV series Nashville took time away from acting to be a normal teenager. Started on Nashville when she was 8 years old. Then when she was 15, she says she stepped away from acting to go back to school and do things like prom and make sure her head was nice and screwed on. She says the second she turned 18, she realized she missed acting, and now she's back in the movies. Actress Maisie Stella. Let's hit the late night crew. Uh, After Midnight on CBS with Taylor Tomlinson. Brown, Yale, and Columbia have agreed to pay a combined $62 million after a lawsuit accused them of favoring wealthy applicants. (laughs) Shock! Gasp! You're telling me Colton, Bradley, Aston, and Trevor III? rich kids? (laughs) Late night with Seth Meyers, NBC. President Biden's campaign released a new line of merchandise last night with the slogan, Together we will defeat Donald Trump again. (laughs) Democrats, why are you so bad at this stuff? That is not a slogan. That's like an affirmation you tape on your bathroom mirror. Slogans don't have multiple punctuation marks in them. A slogan is like, let's go, or vote or die. This is a sentence so awkward that you think, oh, it must spell out a cool acronym, and then it doesn't. Unless is a cool acronym. All right. I've told you I was... Looking for nuggets today. Yes. To find. And then I was not finding a lot. But I did, I've did. i got you two little nuggets here. Uh, here's your little trivia question for the day. The first ever Emmy Awards were handed out for excellence in television 75 years ago on this day. Well, not many people had television. They didn't have TVs. So, uh, you know, the. so here's the trivia. Who was the first ever winner of an Emmy? You'll since, never get it. You'll since, never get it. Since Caesar. 
Good guess, but no. No. The first ever Emmy was given to Shirley Dinsdale and her puppet, Judy Splinters, for most outstanding personality. Judy Splinters? There you go. Shirley Dinsdale and her puppet, Judy Splinters, got the first ever Uh, Emmy. I never heard of those people. 75 years ago, and nobody else has either. Dinsdale? 75 years ago today. There's your end. I'd like to see Judy Splinters, though. Oh, my favorite growing up was Paul Winchell. Paul Winchell, Jerry Mahoney, Knucklehead Smith. See you once again. You're, oh, you're throwing out names here that are way oh, beyond me. They were horrific. All right, here's, here's the other one I found. It came out in Wichita movie theaters 80 years ago on this day. Nabonga. <laughs> what? You can probably guess what it is. It's a it's Nabonga? A, yeah, it's a guy in a gorilla suit, you know, and it's 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 the old King Kong story redone by Hollywood forever and ever and ever. Yeah, Nabonga came out in Wichita theaters 80 years ago today. You know, I'd, I'd like to see the rest of them. They're all as pretty as these. I'll take that if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Was he growling had, or something? They only had the one sound effect, apparently, yeah, for, for the, the gorilla. The gorilla. playing that over and over. Uh, the film starred Buster Crab. There you go. And making her film debut, 17-year-old Julie London. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Hey, now. Yeah. There you go. Wichita, I'm sure Wichita residents flocked to see Nabonga in theaters. Eighty, It dropped 80 years ago on this day. All right, entertainment news in the blurs brought to you by Pizza John's right there at 208 South Baltimore in Derby. Hey, they're open Monday through Saturday. Stop by Pizza John's for lunch today. That sounds like a good idea. Pizza John's in Derby. All right, Ted. Uh, KNSS 845 here with Steve and Ted. Coming up, we've got the Wichita Business Journal update. Whistleblower says assembly line error at Boeing is responsible for blown 737 door panel. That's coming up with Stephen Head of the Morning here on KNSS. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS 850 here on this uh, Thursday morning. Three big things. Three 
point-in-time homeless count today in Wichita. Two. A man is dead after a police standoff and officer-involved shooting in southeast Wichita. One. Whistleblower says Boeing responsible for blown door panel on Alaska Airlines flight. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. We have a stalled out vehicle. Watch for a slowdown around this. This is eastbound Kellogg, pretty close to Webb Road. Watch for a slowdown there. And just remember that if we've got uh, those foggy conditions continuing, make sure you're keeping those low beams on so the other drivers can see you. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Dense fog advisory this morning. Mostly cloudy with a 30% chance for rain today and a high of 48 degrees. 10% chance for drizzle tonight, the overnight low 38. And then on Friday, 40% chance for rain. Tomorrow's high, 46 degrees. Now light rain and fog. North wind at 8 miles per hour. 35 degrees at Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Asian shares are mostly higher with Chinese stocks extending gains after Beijing announced a raft of policies to support sagging markets. A mixed close on Wall Street. The Dow closed down 99 points yesterday. NASDAQ up 56. The S&P up 4. Trading underway on Wall Street now. And the Dow is up by 119 points. The S&P is up by nearly 21 points. NASDAQ is up 63 points. And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. A bill increasing production and development of sustainable fuels for airplanes was introduced in the U.S. Senate by Senator from Kansas, Jerry Moran, and two other senators. It's the Farm to Fly Act. It also also was introduced by Senators Amy Klobuchar and Joni Ernst. And it's being promoted as leading to new outlets for farmers and ethanol plants by allowing the development of sustainable aviation fuel through existing U.S. Department of Agriculture programs. The Boeing door plug panel that blew off during an Alaska Airlines flight earlier this month may be related to an assembly line error at Boeing. The Seattle Times reporting a whistleblower alleged, uh, according to the Times, the company removed the plug from the plane and then improperly reinstalled it. The Times story said Wichita-based Spirit Aerosystems, which originally installed the panel on the Boeing 737 MAX 9 fuselage, was not primarily responsible. And that's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal. They try to figure out what went wrong. People don't want to be flying around on Boeing planes where if they think the door is going to come flying open. For Pete's nope, sake. got to figure that out. Mm. Yeah, there you go. 8.53 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. All right, Ted, uh, had you back now for a couple of days. You started off the week with uh, with a little a little bit of illness there, right? Yeah, but we got uh, took two days to get things back in order, and here we are. And here we are. Glad to be here. And tomorrow, uh, a Friday, always look forward to a Friday. We'll talk with Mitch tomorrow about yeah, the Chiefs. our live Friday morning interview with Mitch Holtis, play-by-play yeah. voice of the Chiefs, and we'll preview the big Conference championship game on Sunday. Winner goes to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it truly is. Winner go home. Win or go home tomorrow or Sunday in Baltimore. Today is National Opposite Day, celebrating a fun day of switcheroos. No, it's not. What better way than to not celebrate? We don't really mean that, or or do we? See how it works. It works. Good morning, or is it good night? Hello, or is it goodbye? Is it Steve and Ted, or Ted and Steve? And is this the silliest day we've ever featured on Stephen Dead or not? Natural, national opposite. People day. are confused enough these days. 
Well, I couldn't find anything good like Pizza Day or, you know, things that we can talk about. This is the only thing they had, Opposite Day. It's like nobody, nobody happened, nothing great happened on the 25th. January 25th. Yeah. Lame. Mm. Lame day. All right. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS, and we will be back tomorrow morning, Ted, to do Steve and Ted's show number 6,597. Hey, now. Yeah. Uh, that's Another gives, log uh, on the fire. Many, many years of burning, really burning now, simmering for 26 years. Outstanding radio, daily, coming into your, your car speaker and into your homes <laughs> with Steve and Ted. Wow, what a fun, wonderful thing that is. All right, coming up, we got the... Uh, Glenn Beck program here on KNSS. They're going to be talking about today's GDP report and what will it say and, and what will it mean. That's on Glenn Beck. Nine o'clock, top of the hour news this morning. Whistleblower says Boeing is responsible for those blown 737 door panel. That's on the way. If you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again, go on the Odyssey app. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Last Show, and news updates all day. Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita. Brought to you by... His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.